Um, okay. So do you want to go ahead and start? Well, I, I don't. I think we. It's been so long. I'm nervous. Yeah, let's start. Let me go. Okay. Uh, hello, welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to start again? <laughs> I want to keep that, but I do want to start don't worry. again. Or we'll um, stay in the preamble. Uh, we 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 talk about we're fair, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the summer of 2016, a mysterious locked book appeared online promising to reveal the magical secrets held inside if someone could solve the 16 puzzles required to open it. A year later, the book is open, and the adventure that thousands of readers embarked on to unlock it is becoming a book of its own. This is the story of how that adventure came to be. This is the making of the Monarch Papers. Hello. Hello, readers. Uh, I'm C.J. Bernstein, and I'm Simon. Aerosmith, just Simon, like like <laughs> yeah, Prince, like Madonna, uh, <laughs> just Simon. Simon. And yeah, and this is the making of the Monarch Papers, episode five, where we're going to talk all about Bracursis. Oh yeah, Bracursis, fragment five. It's just the two of us this time. Just yeah. the two of us. Johnny is resting up for fragment six. Sure. Um, which is the painting and and basically we we it was one of those times we locked him in a closet and made him come up with a puzzle <laughs> and he did it he de- definitely did it he definitely did it um but today we're talking about fragment five and so uh there there's a lot to unpack with this even though it was a relatively short fragment um first off we had had a minor break in between we three um and trying to figure out sort of, I think we talked about this last time, but what worked with phase one, what didn't work, and how we could um, uh, do a better job and a more efficient job in phase two because fragment uh, phase one was, was a tough one. It was one. exhausting. Yeah, and we had to uh, kind of reorganize and figure out what was a more efficient way to do this? I think I think the three of us were like, so is this our full time life now <laughs> for all of us? Because it can't be right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The poor Aerosmiths were like, especially you, Simon. Were like, uh, I have uh, like a whole other career, and <laughs> I'm trying to run this business over here. I, would, I you know, you know, fine. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, Whatever. fine. I'll be. Yeah. And it was sort of there were some um, higher like oh, like what's the what's the word um, what's the phrase like where you're looking at things the oh, big, big like big picture big decisions picture. oh lord it's going to be an interesting yeah, podcast. it's been a while uh, <laughs> it's been a while um, things like phase one Deirdre was the the we would outline her posts and the drafts the initial drafts would be your yeah. domain and then I would come in and check for Deirdre sort of characterness and plotness and you would make sure she was suitably Irish or Anglo. And then phase two, we sort of we were like, okay, let's flip this so that I will draft these, you will check yeah. them to take the burden off of you. And then as you see later on in the phase, we had settled into um, uh, w- making us all feel more comfortable and you took on a lot of the Cagliostro oh, stuff yeah. and um, you did a lot of research with Anna Brittany, which ended up becoming like a big bulk of this phase because I was so taken with yeah. her story. Does that when, and how she tied yeah. into? I was going to say, go that we, when when did we introduce that whole? That wasn't that was part of this whole phase, but not part of this fragment, right? 
Um, it wasn't part of this fragment. This fragment was getting to unlocking yeah. Cagliostro's private server. So fragment six is when they we started reading their posts and saw that, um, well, we'll get yeah. into that, but Cagliostro was having Lauren scan um, the Monarch Papers Volume oh, 3. Yeah. And so that's another thing to get into is that we didn't realize, we just called this whole campaign the Monarch Papers arbitrarily. We knew <laughs> about the Monarch's Mountain. We knew about butterflies seeing things that weren't there anymore. Um, and we felt that was a great metaphor for this story. But we uh, we didn't realize until the end of phase one that, oh, the the journals, Sullivan's journals are the actual Monarch yeah. Papers. And now we had something to sort of hang our hat on. So let's get into this. We had taken a short break narratively. Phase two was all about Deirdre sort of going through the mundane paperwork of starting Ackerley Green, but then receiving her father's journal in the mail. Because we felt that was a way to sort of urge her along. The one big thing issue we had in phase one was that she was so separate from the yeah. puzzling narrative from the Book of Briars. And we needed to find a way to sort of drag her into this and eventually have her collide with the this Mountaineers. Was in, the, in that last um, fragment, we'd had a bit of feedback, isn't it? When, when you'd said that you know, Deirdre was the central character, and people were like, what? She's what? Yeah, <laughs> Robert was it. like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought she was just like a coal. Or a, and we're like, oh no, oh my God, she's the hero. Besides you yeah. guys, of course. Um, yeah, so... So phase two, I keep thinking for whatever reason, phase two started in January, but it didn't. We were gluttons for punishment and it started in November. And normally in these podcast episodes, I say how many readers we got every fragment, but I can no longer do that. I switched our email service provider. And so we lost that information, but there weren't a lot. We, We started... In January, we started doing actual advertising, and that is when um, we got like the big influx yeah. of everyone. Um, so, th- that those are the, the numbers for you. <laughs> Not a lot, and then, and yeah, then a lot from sort of there to <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's how we yeah, should do it from now on. Uh, this this fragment was like, <laughs> but the next one oh, was yeah, we could do the whole podcast um, like that. That'd be really good. That'd be really entertaining. <laughs> Um, So this fragment was called Brekursus, and it starts with, oh, before, we're never going to get into the fragment. Here's what's interesting. All these fragment names were chimeric animals Mm. um, that that were sort of like base animals merged together. And do you remember why we chose those chimeric animals? I remember. This is a leading question. It's not to do with the... (laughs) The pyramid, which isn't a pyramid, it, 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 yeah, exactly. That we called for a hot yeah. three months called the Tetrahedron Pyramid. It does because originally, uh, um, yes. Cagliostro was going to sacrifice Lauren so that he could ascend and sort of become a yeah. higher chimeric being, merge with the thing that the Tetrahedron accessed. And so we were subtly hinting throughout the phase about chimeric animals and these separate entities merging. Um, And while we ended up changing that, it's, you know, it's the kind of thing that happens with this responsive fiction where we will go down a different road because of what the readers want, but there are still these strings hanging, these hints of of what it was going to be or Mm. what it could have been. I find that really interesting. 
but that might no, just no, be it's me. really interesting and where where that could have gone but also where those ideas what we do with them in the future and how we might you know explore them absolutely we i was talking last night we had a hangout and i was talking about how um these hanging threads don't get abandoned. We, we remember a lot of them and we keep track of a lot of them because we'll definitely use them someday. We only have so much brain power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Deirdre had, had received from um, somewhere in Hong Kong a copy of The Wolf in the Wild, which mm. was another of Ackerley Green's published works. And come November, she found a journal page in it, which was what set off Fragment 5. Um, it was another of the sort of wanderer journal pages and it had some some drawings on it. Oh, I wish Johnny were here for this. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of the, the, you know, the number of hours he spent aligning that document yeah. to get it exactly right. And then no one uh, yeah. did the thing that I it's spent, supposed to do. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, so I, I spent about a week trying to to perfectly align everything. So when that was folded into an origami butterfly, all the clues were there, and then it was driving me mad. And I, this this is a reoccurring theme <laughs> in this podcast where we hand off difficult things to Johnny and it. just pray for him. To, I can't do it, do it. <laughs> and uh, he probably had a mountain of origami butterflies After, that he was I've got a, trying I've to got perfectly a align. Somewhere. We should post that on the on the website somewhere. This is, I've got a bowl. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> just all these different yeah. ones. And so because of our intrepid readers, they they instead reverse engineered it, pulled it apart, and in those drawings were semaphore, morse code, and a script domain, which was the cagliostro.com. And so by solving this fragment, they would not only find that server, but they would also have the subdomain and then I think the, oh, the username and the password, nice. which would grant them access to Cagliostro's secret server, which was not only a file upload repository, but also um, Cagliostro and Lauren's email exchange, mm. which <laughs> I think was one of the most interesting. And people tell me a lot, readers, that that was really, really exciting to be Spying kind of spies. On somebody, yeah. Yeah, to looking in on someone's uh, because email as well, correspondence. There's, there's, there's something about that snooping that is beyond just reading something that you shouldn't or reading something. Uh, it's the fact that the other party is not aware and that you might get caught. You know that. Yeah, that you might get and caught. What happens if you see me? And particularly with someone who's right. you know, a magician, a high priest yeah. of magic, he can surely right. uh, see that you're watching. <laughs> Yeah, and I think we had had that conversation a couple of times where we thought we need to hold on to this card where Cagliostro may know all mm. along that they're watching and that that is part of the plan so that we don't have... Uh, there's a, you know, you don't want your... your. I guess he's your antagonist. You don't want him to be a dupe mm. and he doesn't know that you're, you know, you want that reversal in a way where he discovers that it's true. And I think we did eventually have that, but it, it didn't matter at that yeah. point. And so Cagliostro has recently hired a young Miss Lauren Ellsworth. <laughs> I think she's from Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe she's from she's mid Midwestern. Yes. Um, and he has tasked her with taking care of his loft in New York City, his sprawling loft, and doing lots of weird tasks and scanning this journal that, for whatever reason, doesn't want to be scanned. And it's called the Monarch Papers, Volume Three. And where the <laughs> 
the end. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. <laughs> At this point, where the page is blank. Yeah, yeah. They were blank. And the reason they were blank is because I wrote a handful of pages with a green fountain pen as Sullivan Green. <laughs> and it green. was so time consuming. <laughs> Do you get that? Sullivan Green, a green. Do you get it? Pen. Do you get it? It was so time consuming that I thought there is no way I'm going to sit here and write all of this. So we're going to have them unscannable so that it's transcribed digitally. Um, uh, yeah. So early on, she was scanning these and saying, hey, I'm so sorry. The journal's not, uh, you know, it's blank. But I'll, I'll scan the couple of strange things that are happening that, that, are, that are apparent that you can see in the journal. And um, this was the beginning of... We needed to time things out, so we also came up with the idea that, oh, these journals are locked mm, in different yeah. ways. And this one unfolded as the seasons That's changed, fine. which I was yeah. so into. I have to say that overall, this phase, I, I love the entire yeah. narrative, but there was something about this particular one that was firing on all cylinders for I agree. Me. I, think, I think that it's, um, and particularly where it ends up, and there's, there's, I think it probably... Uh, <laughs> I think it speaks to our inner Buffy nerds, definitely, because it's got a real uh, absolutely season three feel to it. <laughs> I was, ju- I just got chills because we're nerds, a. Eh? And uh, I just try, I just tried to not reference Buffy moments ago when I was talking about the Cagliostro not knowing the idea that remember when Faith turned on yeah. Buffy. And you went a lot of episodes with them not knowing, the Scoobies not knowing. And after a while, it felt like they're clever. Buffy is clever. Why has yeah. she not figured this out yet? And then there was that great reversal where she had known for a, a, yeah. a little while. <laughs> I think we should have the, the Buffy oh, moment every <laughs> fragment episode. Because, yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, it's, um, uh, well, particularly also because of the, uh, what's his face, the mayor and everything, and then the whole transformation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, the ascending. I don't, oh, I don't, we just ripped it off. We didn't talk about this at the time, though, did we? No, no, not at all. I think it's just branded in so. us. Us in particular, we are uh, everything. It goes it back does, to Buffy. It goes back to Buffy, or for me, Doctor Who. Or <laughs> I was just going to say Doctor Who. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll probably Buffy wire in a bit Who. of Twin Peaks, just because you know why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, so yeah so oh and then and so they got by solving fragment five which they did much more quickly than we realized they 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 would they uh, photocopied it scanned it in photocopied it what what century is this (laughs) well first they went back to the 80s and then what what do they call when you had them on the press and used to do the um, um, a mimeo, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, they yeah. did. They just <laughs> mimeoed the whole thing. I mean, yeah. my grandfather yeah. told me about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, they scanned it in and they um, or took a photograph and they were in trying to do the enhancing thing with Photoshop again and coming up with no one. But, oh, but there was God. a lot of discussion yeah. about um, the shape of letters and whether things were this letter or that letter because they could tell uh, there was one little section that was surrounded by a gate with all the um, sort of flora ivy ivy. um, around Mm -hmm. it and uh, yeah they they could see that it spelt something they just didn't know what it was if they'd have folded it it like a butterfly they'd have seen it straight away Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they didn't they would have seen it straight (laughs) away but they figured it out um there were some other interesting things that went on this fragment. First off, this is when we started talking about uh, Anna oh, Brittany. Yeah, okay. 
And and this was based on your research because we were looking for basically one of my all-time fascinations is sort of altered history mm. stories or here's what really happened here was the metaphysical truth behind this boring historical situation so do you want to talk a little about Anna Brittany well, and the research you did particularly about her death oh my goodness um so i can't remember what where was what was the jumping off point with Anna Brittany how did we get to that did i just stumble across it well, we were looking around that time period because we had talked about that was sort of the branching off of Monarch's Mountain okay. and the Silver. Which wasn't called the Silver at the time. Because Silver and Wool, silver and wool no. came from Anna Brittany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving, I'm giving yeah. Simon eyes right now because there are <laughs> secrets, and I thought that's oh, no. what you were bringing up. But yes, they, it was the, the, sil- the yeah, Silver and which, the Wool. Um, so the, the, yeah. the, the story was... My parents <laughs> live in France, so we were in... Um, we were in France, I think, at the time, or we were, I think it must have been, or, or I certainly know that that area, and um, I, I think it was just doing a bit of Wikipedia search about um, different, uh, to do with the uh, Rosicrucians and the whole sort of grail mm-hmm. thing, and thinking about, oh, well, where's, where are some of these characters? And then the whole Anna Brittany thing, the thing that fascinated me was the fact that her heart was contained in a, how, how do you say this, reliquary. A reliquary. Um, and that the, yeah. it was separate from the rest of her body when she was buried. I think this is right. It's it is the uh, coolest. Yeah. This is this is my. I'm not reading this from Wikipedia. This is my head going. Is that what that was? What? <laughs> but they they talked about um, also. <laughs> this is gonna. We're gonna cut this bit out because I need to open the Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Simon, you're so clever. How you remembered all of this? Anne of Brittany, Wikipedia. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Please um, don't cut this. I remember. Up. I actually now I remember how we got to this. We got to this because of the um, uh, the unicorn tapestries, didn't we? The yeah. unicorn. I was just recalling the, that. Yes. <laughs> the unicorn tapestries <laughs> got us to Anne of Brittany because it, I think her family owned them. They were made. F- for her, weren't they? They were around. They thought that they were almost um, around her bed. Oh. At one point, they were they were hanging on her around her surrounding her bed. Oh, okay. And and we and then her husband, when she died, had them just had. Oh, remember we had that he had the yes. eighth one destroyed. I just can I tell you I couldn't remember if that was factual or if we <laughs> no, made that no, up. We, uh, we we invented that bit. I just remember um, we made that up. Yes, yeah, yes, my. Yes. Um, Yes. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I think the, 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 that, but also the fact that my parents live in France, which is uh, partly why I, I, I sort of my mum is really heavily into all of the whole um, French mm. uh, and and British royal family thing. I, she loves historical fiction. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. There you go. Um, so, well, well, she exactly. would love the modern. Um, sure, she does. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so um, that's. The idea came from that, and then this idea that uh, what else would be there was a shroud that she was buried in. That's what we. That's where we. That's where we came up with the wool. And this. Oh right! Well, because the eighth tapestry was taken apart, and it was made from that's silver it. fibers. Then, and did we wool. find that out in this in this and, fragment? Yeah. Um. Yeah. In that in those writings, because that led into fragment six, which was the unknown iliomancer. Okay. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> and 
uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh-huh, then, right, so we right, right. then we Him. we fictionalized her as the sort of head, if you like, of well, the thing that came before, sort of the wool and the silver, because it's mm-hmm. just like where they div- diverge, isn't it? Yeah, she historically was a yes. patron of the arts, and her court was full of artisans, and we liked that idea of oh, well, this is a natural point for them to split because they. They didn't destroy the materials of the tapestry. They hid them in the elements that her body parts yeah, were buried in. Her heart was on a bed of wool. Oh, her entrails were on a bed of wool. Her heart was on a silver pillow. Oh, it was also weird. And her shroud was cheery. made from the wool. Cheery stuff. That, that, that cheery. The French. Cheery stuff. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. If it, actually, was she, yeah, she was Queen of France, which because in the, in, in the um, 1400s, it was a different country so France and Brittany I don't think were the same country at that point because it's yeah I'm going to not say anything because I don't know it's all you know Game of Thrones isn't it basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's all all a bit of Game of Thrones (laughs) Um, so yeah so she um, 1400s 1500s so that also gave us plenty to play with in terms of well okay if that's when this thing started and she's sort of got all these artisans. We could then develop the storyline beyond that into the next, uh, into Deirdre's phase, when we could think about different artists and different artisans that follow those two lines. Um, so that's that right. was the starting point for that. I'm not sure how illuminating this is about uh, Anna Brittany, but um, oh, good. I'm illuminated. <laughs> um, and I'm Illuminati. And this is also in Deirdre. Ooh. I, oh, sh- <laughs> oh, spoilers. <laughs> Um, so Deirdre also this is when Monica sends her oh this is when we started planting the seeds too um, that Monica was not well and I don't think many people picked up on it Deirdre mentions she receives a package from her her aunt that uh, where she misspelled her own name no no, no, I'm not laughing that's not funny so basically what we were doing was we were planting the seed for Buffy Buffy's mum's death, right? <laughs> exactly. That's why I was, why I was laughing. laughing too. I was thinking, oh, Joyce. Uh, there's something terribly wrong with us. Yeah. Also one of the best television oh episodes so, in history. The body is... It's the greatest... The it's some of the greatest storytelling episode, ever. I think almost ever. Or, well, I'm, yeah. yeah. It's, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to... This is going to be called The Making of Buffy <laughs> and The Monarch uh, Papers. Right. Um, Yes, there's agreed. no music it's in that incredible. episode. Do you know that? And not not, no. not one little bit. And it's oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Let's just do <gasps> a separate. <gasps> Simon, we should sh- we do a podcast where we break down why, Buffy why episode by episode? <laughs> I'm sure someone else is already doing it. I think that is a great. Uh, no, no, no. Exactly. But no one's going to do it like us. Plus, that means we get to watch it all. Oh man, again okay. From the beginning. <laughs> Exactly, and I feel I have authority as the official you, Buffy watcher chosen go. by Warner Brothers. I, I, okay, I can. We'll get into you. that later. I, Teasers I for our new podcast. Experience is the official watcher. <laughs> yeah, for three months, people will love that uh, stuff. We're okay. we're totally doing this. Okay, so um, yes. And then, oh, so the point is, we always knew the silver and the wool. These would become Monarchs Mountain and, you know, this other organization, yeah. The Silver. Um, 
but this was a great we were able to re-anchor their story here at with Anna Brittany's narrative which I found crazy interesting and um, looping it back this was one of those times where I talked about this a couple of times where as a storyteller you want to it's it's really satisfying mm. to close loops or to build like callbacks to your previous stuff and so it's such a balancing act especially with something like this to to not loop, yeah. close every loop but to ask more questions as well i think it was tolkien who said for every answer <laughs> you give oh, you have to ask another question kind of almost uh, almost gandalf voice you did there <laughs> sort of <laughs> i am not trying to rob you something's wrong with didn't us. go for you shall not pass which is i think that's pretty good which, no yeah, no <laughs> please this isn't my first day on the job <laughs> thank goodness for that <laughs> Can you imagine if this was our first day on the job? I think we'd be so wide-eyed and go, yay, this is going to be amazing. Welcome, everyone, yeah, our four readers. This thing. It's going to be really, really great. It's not going to take up all of our lives. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, so oh, yeah. I was Loops. saying a thing. Oh, yeah, and so this was one of those times it just felt satisfying to explore that more. And because Ogerad had become the metaphorical unicorn in phase one, to sort of like tip our hat to that and then move on and and tell a little bit more about that I thought yeah, was nice. pretty interesting and then and then that segued uh, this is also when we sort of started telling this is another reason I like this phase because it was a singular narrative so fragment 5 ended with Lauren learning more about the shroud of Anne and how someone took it and and painted it painted on it created a canvas and so that yeah. led to fragment six it wasn't sort of like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. and now we're over here and now we're telling this story and now it's the traveler it was yeah. follow along in this narrative and i felt like it felt all i think more though, cohesive. that shows in the love that the readers have for those characters still i mean we're six months oh sorry nine months on now from 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 that story and yet yeah. cagliostro and lauren and martin who we you know we brought back and weren't going to. Right, I forgot this. Yeah, this fragment. He, he a, came back. You know, one line in a in a newspaper. He didn't even no, have I a got, line. Lauren yeah. just said a reporter no, I mean, is asking. No, I just the yeah. line in the. In oh the yeah, bio you're right in the in the headline. And I just thought it was a cute yeah. Easter egg to throw his name in again. It was another sort of closed loop, like a tip of the hat, and it ended up <laughs> changing everything. Um, but yeah, that you're absolutely right. This is where sort of a mm. lot of the heroes came about. Heroes for the readers, people that they loved or loved to hate or had a mixed sort of relationship and fascination with. But I guess that it was know, this if we phase. think about it in storytelling terms, it's quite natural for us to meet those sort of characters after we've just gone through inciting events or you know that kind of. We're into the into the yeah. yeah. You, you, you walk through the door, crossed over, and you're now into here are some cool people and cool things to help you so you know our magical tools and and uh, allies and lovely compadres kind of all you know that's where we meet them isn't it so it's they're bound to be enduring characters i think well plus they were kind of exciting yeah. people as well beautifully written right too and and i oh oh <laughs> <laughs> as we flatter ourselves um <laughs> yeah and i think too uh, because it was a cohesive narrative mm. people got more time to yeah. spend with them 
And, um, oh, and I also remember we didn't know a lot about Lauren. And so do you remember we needed to figure out a way for her to expose more about herself? So she wrote her mother and yeah. accidentally sent it to we, the Because we, we mulled over the idea of yet another and, blog. And we thought, no, you can't do that. That's just no, 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 no. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not doing that. No. <laughs> Couldn't bear to do that. And so, yeah, that was a way to say, oh, okay, I get, I get more about her. Because we had written ourselves into a bit of a corner where someone really wanting to impress and prove themselves to their billionaire globetrotting boss wouldn't say, hey, can I, I just want to tell you about my mom and dad. Can, I, can we talk? Um, and so she had Lauren to do talks. something that would totally humiliate. <laughs> oh, yeah. She did, absolutely. I just brought her into yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Lauren. I'm the Cagliostro. So. Oh, Lauren played by Kristen Wiig there. It's, I have to say, it's, yeah. Um, I invented the Cagliostro, so. It's, it's not even noon my time. I want to reassure no. everyone well, we have not yeah, been drinking. It's 4.30 here, so. Okay, just a little, a little sip. It is almost the festive season. Oh, fair enough. Um, and so the last thing I want, so Deirdre ended up get, receiving a package from her aunt and inside mm. was a journal, um, a pendant, a silver pendant, and a wool scarf. Uh, and we didn't pay that off until phase, the end of phase three about what those, those yeah. oh, until phase three, which is what those items were. But then at the end of this phase, she opened the journal and realized it was from her father and it was the Monarch Papers Volume 1 and readers realized that the journal Lauren and Cagliostro were examining was Volume 3 of Sullivan's journals and he was the sort of adept who had written and secured information in them, once again tying Deirdre yeah. solidly into the narrative. Yeah, I'm just patting my, our, ourselves on the back and we did that <laughs> I was just so thinking, well, though, the way I we think did that. Coming back to your idea of, of not closing off loops, you know, we, do, we did close off a couple or we gave satisfaction, but they're not uh, to things that are, I guess, not central to the narrative. So you've still got plenty of opportunities to expand because we're still in expansion at that, at that point. And well, we're still in expansion because we never yeah. know where some of these, we don't know yet where they're going to go um, with future absolutely etc um and i think that's I yeah think that's who exciting knows that that um part part of responsive fiction but also when we're building a world you kind of do still want to go big don't you and, and keep those strands active right because it gives people a chance to explore and also it's fun to do this uh, I feel like we're getting paid every time we say responsive fiction. <laughs> In responsive fiction, this mechanic we've designed, uh, you also have the chance to see live. I mean, a lot of times you, you know, it's sort of like if a movie comes out and then you find out later someone mm. unexpected was a fan favorite. Whereas with this, we, f we know testing. immediately. Live we know if, testing. yeah, and we can, right, and we can immediately respond to that and say, yeah. oh, you like that? We'll give you more of that. And, and I think that's in the micro. And then in the macro as a company, Ackerley Green can say, you're really into Martin Rank. Okay, well, now the Monarch Papers is told from his perspective. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's interesting. I, I, uh, I, feel like, I feel like no one's doing that right now, but a lot of people yeah, are going to be doing that so. more. <laughs> because of us. Because of us. The Vanguard. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah. So, that's so uh, wonderful yeah, episode. We, we, I feel we, like we, we, got through we it. answered all... Oh, the questions I forgot questions? to ask. <laughs> oh. No. Oh, even better. I, I forgot to ask them. But 
We do have a, um, so first off, if you are, um, if you don't know, we have a Patreon campaign. It's patreon.com slash green. And if you contribute, you can contribute for as little as a dollar, but if you contribute more, you can get early access, not only to the podcasts, but at certain tiers, you can even watch us record them live, which is pretty exciting. So check that out. I think next week we should start Ooh. naming people who are watching yeah. or who are, Fabulous. that's a great idea, yeah. Um, and also, big news, as of yesterday morning, the making of the Monarch Papers is officially Woo-hoo. in the iTunes podcast store. Woohoo! So we finally get to say, say um, see you next week, and remember to subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I'm not going to end it. Like, <laughs> that, that's how I just wanted to it. say it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, well, I, I thought you I were was. just stunned. I am. <laughs> this is me stunned. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Have a great week, Simon. And uh, to all our readers, we'll see you soon. Okay, bye.